something is wrong, and it's time to stand up. You are listening to The John Age Show. Trust no one. Trust no one. Trust no one. You found it. You're here. You're headlong down the runaway train that is the Anomic Age, and I am your host, John H. Happy to be back with you once again in the not-so-wee hours of the p.m. today. I'll be your tour guide today as we take a somewhat satirical journey down the path of murder, destruction, and the extermination of human life on this planet. A forced march into obsolescence thrust upon us by a global satanic death cult of pedophiles. Anomicage.com is where you need to go for all things me. PayPal.me forward slash Anomicage. Patreon.com forward slash Anomicage as well. We got the iPhone app, the Android app. Subscribe by email link. Sign up for the free newsletter. What else we got? We got the new lightning link down there. It's not really new anymore. I'm now on Instagram, and I'm back on Twitter. So, you can find me there. You can also find me at Facebook, YouTube, Brighteon, Rumble, Odyssey, BitChute, and Telegram. I think that's about it for right now. If you find me on something else, let me know. <laughs> Never the least, uh, subscribe to all those links. Like all the likes. And do the usual aforementioned stuff. I'd really appreciate some patrons. I'd really appreciate a little bit of Quan. So if you are so inclined, this show is free for you, but not free for me. <laughs> we're up in a whole new pay cycle of, of pretty much everything. So we're getting inundated with all those uh, first of the year bills for the site, the servers, the, the hosting, and all that mess. Not to mention the security. Which, uh, well, you know, I won't even get into it. But yeah, the security is key also on the site. <laughs> Didn't go down the other night, but we definitely had some problems. So nevertheless, anomicage.com is where you can find all that and so much more. Title of this show, Be the Glue. We'll get into playing your part. Discuss the importance of everyone uh, doing what they're supposed to be doing. I will, uh, well, you know what, I'm not even going to get into that yet. I'm going to say a belated happy Friday the 13th, because I love Friday the 13th. I love Halloween, and I love Friday the 13th. The good news about Friday the 13th is oftentimes it happens more than once a year. So that's stellar. We had a, a lovely Friday the 13th uh, just a few nights ago. Lots of good scary movies, hanging out, a little popcorn. It was great. Love it. And before I get into the meat of the matter, if you will, I'm going to get into folks just having a good time sometimes. It's good to just not dwell in this dark mess. Because it will infiltrate you. It will seep its way into every crevice that you allow it to. 
So I recommend having some fun once in a while. I know this probably isn't isn't what you're going to hear from the self-help gurus and the people that say never take a break and work and work and work and work and work. I think that's important. I think that's what you should do. If you got a goal, get it. But I'll also go one further. I think it's good every now and again to take a break, to distance yourself from the stuff. I mean, goals are one thing. If you're losing weight, if you're, if you're gaining muscle, if your goal is to get a better house, a better job, a better car. Those are things that I think sort of transcend what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is the people that do what I do, the big names, the small names, the middle-sized names, and just people out there on the internet interested in this stuff. It's very easy to go dark. And it's easy to go dark because once you start researching one thing, it leads into something else and something else and something else. So... When I say take a break sometimes, that's what I mean, folks. Take a break sometimes. Go out with the family. Go out with your kids. Spend some time. And I've made this new rule just today, actually. I haven't even told anybody. Just you. <laughs> I'm going to start not even talking about nor mentioning this kind of stuff when I'm out with the family doing just, just family stuff. You know, Sometimes you need to go to the park. You need to go to the beach. You need to just walk by yourself in the woods and seek the refreshment of the solitude. And I think it's important, and I think I need to speak it, and I need to to do it. <laughs> and I think we could all probably stand to do that sometime, because I see stuff, you know, people just posting mess all day. People just sitting there all day. I don't even know what in the world they're doing except eating, breathing, and living this. And I get it to a point, because that's what I do. But at the same time, mental... Health is key, and I don't think this stuff's good for your mental health. That's why I sort of threw that caveat out there. This ain't like a, a diet plan. This ain't like a workout routine. This ain't like I'm going to work harder as an entrepreneur. This is dark stuff that will definitely infiltrate you much uh, in a unique way. I don't think much else does. So I had a great, great Friday the 13th, and I hope you did too. <laughs> I was going to put out a show that night, but uh, I took my own advice, and I kept kept that break going, kept quality time with the family going, kept mental health breaks going. All right. You didn't come here for me to talk about that, I'm sure, but I'm going to do it anyway. <laughs> the thing I wanted to talk about this evening was being the glue, and I think this goes way back as well. And I was going to make this sort of a, a male-centered thing because uh, to a, a great degree, I think it is. <clears throat> but I think this is a woman-centered thing as well. This is about being the glue within your family. I'd say even being the glue within your, your friendship network, being the glue within, within whatever constitutes your family because we all know that blood does not necessarily make family. So, I think you got to be the glue sometimes. Meaning when stuff gets tough, the tough get going. You don't throw, throw in a towel and say, well, you know, I can't do this anymore. I've had enough. I'm just going to just gonna cash in, if you will. So, I think we've all got to be the glue. And I'm not talking about, I'm not connecting dots here between the break I was talking about before. I'm talking about... We got to we got to be the glue that holds the family together. 
and I'm talking to the men and the women because this is this is a partnership. So, uh, and I'll link this back. I'll link this back to the early 1960s where we had no-fault divorces, and I'll also link this into the early 70s when we had uh, the advent of abortion. I think both of those things speak to exactly what I'm talking about. Both of those things were attacks on the glue. Oh, well, I don't like this person anymore. Throw in the towel. Forget about it. Oh, man, I didn't really mean to get pregnant. Oh, forget about it. That is an attack on the glue because I think the glue is crucial. Much like I talked about before as the family unit being the the primer, the precursor to, to the town, the village, the city, and the state. So they've degraded the family with no-fault divorce, with uh, the advent of abortion, and of course with uh, the attacks on the family sort of by proxy, by giving people out money for having fatherless homes and for having multiple children in fatherless homes. And then, of course, they've also further attacked that by the advent of <clears throat> ghettos and lower-income family dwellings. Well, oh, oh, here we go. We'll, we'll just have this... Uh, oh, I'm, I'm blanking on the name of this right now, but I think you know what I mean. They'll, they'll have these, these low-income places and basically places that are just funded by the state for people to live in. No job, no, no responsibility, no needed. All that is doing is degradating the glue that holds the family together. They've put drugs in lower-income places to take out the fathers primarily. They've shipped in drugs. They've shipped in guns. They've uh, taken out the family but fostered the gang. All this is an attack on the glue. And I think it's incumbent upon all of us, race, color, creed, and sex notwithstanding, to be the glue. To step up when times get tough and to say, no, no, we're going to work this out. We're going to make this happen. This is going to be all right. Because you see, that's exactly what they don't want you to do. They don't want you to be the glue. They want you to cave in. They want you to take the government subsidies. They want you to take the government housing. They want you to abort your child. They want you to have divorce. They want you to not even get married to begin with because after all, you're, you're getting funded by the state now, aren't you? Because all these various dominoes um, do multiple different things. They put you in public housing. They put you in the public school system. They put you at the behest of the nanny state. So then they've got your full and utter control. And of course, then they've got your voting block as well because after all who's going to vote against the pimp that's giving them the money even if they're living in squalor even if they're getting treated like dirt even if you know it's all morally wrong after all you're still getting your rations right so we've got to be the glue and I'll even give you a sports analogy to this because somebody out there is going what? glue whatever do you mean every great sports team and i'll give you full disclosure i like basketball i love watching basketball i can watch basketball as much as possible if given the opportunity oftentimes i just have it on in the background when i'm doing well this show but yeah i do love to watch basketball it's a nice little 
little short jaunt of an escape, but I don't really watch it like the average boob. You know, I don't really have my GMO in front of me. I'm not drinking any booze. And I was sitting in front of the idiot box for 12 hours a day on the weekends watching other people in gladiatorial events. No, actually, I just have it on the background while I'm doing what really matters. But I do like basketball. I like playing basketball. I like watching basketball. I like even checking in on the scores and the box scores sometimes. I do. But every great team, I'm only speaking basketball here. I don't even care about the rest of the sports. But in basketball, every great team has at least one glue player. They used to call them that. I'm sure that's racist or something now. But a glue player. A player that's not necessarily a superstar, but not necessarily a scrub. A player that hustles. A player that dives for the ball. A player that defends, gets loose re rebounds, makes those 50-50 plays. A glue player. Because you can have the superstars, you can have the bench players, but if you don't have the glue that holds that team together, you don't have a championship team. So if you look at virtually any championship team, I can't even think of one that would be an exception to this rule, that there is a glue player on that team. Not a star, but a person that, that is cohesive, keeps the team together, keeps the team focused. Even maybe a veteran leader that's not even on the floor very often, but he's the voice in the locker room. The stabilizing presence, that is. The glue player. And I think we all need to be that glue player. And I'm going to even go further because I don't think uh, being a glue player is necessarily something that requires a family or even a big friendship or, or a network of friends. I think you can be a glue player individually. And I'll peg it back to this because in our society now, and it's it's really just a, a rinse and repeat of what always happens, but it's it's even more promulgated by the social media now because they want the average person to believe that they're going to be a multimillionaire. They're going to be the next pop princess, the next big basketball or sports star, the next big whatever. And if you go back even to the time of, uh, of mediums, in the late 18 and, and early 1900s, you had a big craze of mediums. And, and if you look at the same thing now, you know, people want to know, oh, am I talking to a lost loved one that's famous? Or even if you look at the genealogy where these morons gave their DNA away in hopes that they would somehow be revealed to be related to someone great. Everyone's always chasing the dragon of greatness. They don't want to be a glue player. They don't want to be... A soldier that did those glue things on the battlefield. They want to be the general that led the troops. They don't want to be a great speechwriter or someone that was a bit of a provocateur in the American Revolution. They want to be the George Washington, the Thomas Paines, and the like. So that same sort of mentality that we see promulgated by social media in the present was just an extension of the past. I think that's just a... It's an intrinsic part of the psyche that people want to be someone of note, someone of ilk that uh, can be looked upon favorably and is on the cover of every history book and, uh, I guess, contemporaneously every tabloid magazine. But they don't really, really want to be the glue player because the glue player often does all the hard work but doesn't get the glory. Just a footnote, perhaps, in the history book as opposed to a primary figure. So there again is why people just sort of 
turn away from being a glue player. Well, if I can't lead this march, I don't want to show up. huh? If I'm not going to be a speaker at this conference, why do I want to go? You know? I wanna, why do I want to go watch some other people? Because I'm just as important. I've done just as much research. Why do I want to read their book when I could just go ahead and write my own book? You know, I mean, that's that's the mentality of it. And to a certain degree, I agree because, you know, you need to have drive. You need to have ambition. You need to have that entrepreneurial spirit to fuel and drive you to do what you want to do, to succeed. But I think all too often in our current society, people are, are very much content to sit on the sidelines with the Gatorade, sit on the couch with the GMO and the beers rather than getting up and getting on the field because they're afraid somehow that they're just going to play a bit part in the play. To paraphrase the quote there, you know, there are no small parts, only small actors. And of course, I'm sure somebody's going to fact check me. And uh, just to clarify, I'm pretty sure that was a, a quote from Big Bird. So you know, nothing to worry about. Anyway. So I think we got to sort of put our ego aside and don't be afraid to be a great actor playing a small part because sometimes that's just what we need. Sometimes you don't need another George Washington. You need a, the guy that's bringing George Washington the ammunition. You need the guy that's bringing the water onto the field because all those parts that sometimes get swept under the rug as insignificant are in fact integral to the battle. It's just as important to have people doing the security on the website, running the website, making sure that's working because, I mean, I could put out all the shows in the world, but if there's no platform to me to be heard on, what the bleep difference does it really make, you know? So you've got to have all those bit players, if you will, in the play for the production to pop off. And I think we all need to sort of... Uh, to sort of grasp that, be humble, put down the ego, put down the pride and realize, as I said before, no small parts, only small actors. So don't be a small actor, be a major big time actor, no matter what part you're playing, because all of us are going to be needed. And I think so much of what we see in the mainstream media today propagated and propped up in the mainstream media is, is just idle distraction because that doesn't make a hill of beans, folks. It just doesn't. So we got more releases of, uh, what we got more Twitter files, whoop de doo oh, Biden's got some files in his garage, who really cares? You know, more people dying every day from heart attacks. Is that surprising to you? I mean, come on, folks. What do you got, Miss Universe, which is really a dude now saying that uh, this whole Things going to be run by women, even though you're a guy with a what? <laughs> yeah. All this is just window dressing, people. It's all just idle distraction to make everybody look and look. Oh, look, I I'm going to post a, a thousand different stupid memes about uh, gas stoves because now it's oh, they're coming after the gas stoves. Oh, really? Were you shocked? Were you surprised? What good do all those stupid memes do in the first place? Not a bit. They change nothing. They do nothing. But if they can get everybody idly distracted posting idiotic memes about nothing, worried about the next big uh, file release and what's going to happen next, so is somebody going to get arrested? Oh, wonder. You're just wringing your hands. You're just doing nothing. Stop pretending that something's going to happen 
with these uh, people. Stop pretending that something's going to happen. That somehow the three branches of government are going to what? Put themselves on the gallows? That's not going to happen. It's never how it's worked. It's never going to work that way. So all this is really just uh, putting the carrot in front of the donkey. Oh, just a few more memes, I tell you, and that'll make all the difference. Oh, just a few more posts about gas stoves, I tell you, that'll work. Maybe we can post some more about the eggs that are so expensive at the store now. Stop wasting your time. It's a joke. It's just nothing more than weapons of mass distraction. It's time to get yourself and your family ready for what's to come. That's all that's going to make any difference. That's all you can do. Because I guarantee you when the power grid goes down and when the food's no longer available for purchase, you know, much like these these often used memes, of, what are they going to say when you look back and, you know, tell these children, that, well, I was doing this, that, and the other. Well, what are you going to tell them? You were posting memes while this was going on? You were talking about some sort of fictitious trials that's going to happen? Stop wasting your time. Prepare yourself, prepare your family, mentally, physically, and spiritually for what is about to pop off, folks, for what's to come. Maybe I'm just hyperbolic. Maybe nothing will come. Well, great. Imagine all the time you've saved because you've got the preparations needed for what shall come eventually. We got to do this, folks, because uh, the cavalry is not coming over the hill. The Long Ranger, Tonto, they're gone. And if you think the police and the military are going to help you, I got nothing for you. I got nothing but a laugh. I, I, that's about like talking to the people that believe in uh, PSYOP-19 and the vaccine. I cannot help you if you actually believe that. I'm going to close on this quote. Edward Everett Hale. I've sort of reformulated this one and changed it a bit and made it my own. Edward Everett Hale. I am only one, but I am one. I cannot do everything, but I can do something. And I will not let what I cannot do interfere with what I can do. And by the grace of God, I will. Make no mistake about it. I'm sure Snopes or somebody else will fact check that. And that's not really Edward Everett Hale. It's Big Bird or Cookie Monster or maybe one of the little uh, fraggles from Fraggle Rock. I don't know. But uh, I'm closing with this full quote by him. And I'll give you my condensed, remixed, and repackaged version. You can't do everything, but you can do something. Get off the sidelines. Stop playing. Uh, we'll just leave it at that. And get in the game. Get in the game, folks. The memes ain't going to save you. Talking about it to uh, boobs is not going to save you. Trying con to convince the communists to, to change slides, that's not going to help you. Fiddling with the next election, that's an utter urination in the wind. And, of course, you could always write your congressman. That's, that's about as useful as writing Santa Claus. Take care of yours. Take care of you. And let's get ready. That's what's going to save you. Getting in the life raft and trying to get your butt off the side of the Titanic, that's what's going to make a difference here. Playing shuffleboard. Watching the band play, uh, maybe getting a drink for the bar. That is uh, the equivalent of what the vast majority are doing right now. That's going to help you. Nada. Nada. 
You can't do everything, but you can do something. Be safe out there. I'll be seeing you sooner than later in the Anomaly. Thank you for listening to The Anomic Age, a John Age project. For past shows, further info, and to comment, go to anomicage.com. That's A N O M I C A G E.com. Till next time, thank you for listening to The Anomic Age. Thank <laughs> you.